Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. Hey there, you are in season one before the better mic, so just a heads up on the sound quality. You may need to adjust your volumes or settings. Thanks for your patience. Casting a circle and calling the elements takes the meditation and mindfulness you've been practicing to a new level and helps to transition you into the basics of spellcraft. 
Let's spend a minute learning about the two practices, focus on some key things to know, and then together we will do like a semi-guided ritual. Casting a circle should be performed before any and all spell work, including healing and even some deeper tarot and scrying work. You are essentially creating a protective energy bubble that also serves as a bit of an energetic cauldron containing the energy you're focusing and tuning to your intent. Without the cauldron, there would be nothing to contain the energy you raise. When you do a spell within the circle, the energy is then transferred to the items in your spell, which will hold them until they serve their purpose. Please keep in mind that everyone does casting a circle a bit differently. Some do a single walk around, others do three. Personally, three feels like a solid number. Calling corners or invoking the elements is done separately and does not have to be done every time. In this practice, you are looking at the elements that make up our world, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. Inviting these elements into the circle, you are asking that certain attributes of each element help you in your spell work. You can also invoke additional assistance of one or more elements specific to your work. So if you're really looking to do some heavy cleansing, you will still want to call on all the cleansing attributes of each element as you cast your circle, but you might also tie in some additional water or fire elements into your spell work, depending on how thorough and deep the cleansing needs to go. I do find that when invoking this energy, it really focuses the intent of my work due to that extra time, energy, and perspectives needed to invoke the proper attribute of each element. It really takes a moment for you to sit and think through how deep you want that cleanse to go. Is it burn through or is it a gentle wash through? And here you'll want to invoke the characteristics of the elements that are most important to that particular spell work. For example, as mentioned above, when calling quarters or invoking the elements, you're going to want to invoke the specific attribute for the work you're doing. In the case of a cleansing ritual, starting in the north, you might think of the healing weight of a mud mask or sand, how soil soothes tired bodies. In the east, air, thinking of a cool breeze blowing through you, soothing and clean. In the south, fire offers a deep burning cleanse, followed by the cool wash of water in the west. In the west, you might also think of a cleansing bath or a hard pummel of a cleansing waterfall. Then, focusing center, how the spirit provides solace from the world, a place of openness and trust. By focusing on a specific attribute of each element, you already start to manifest the intent of your spell work. Hey witches, this is your time for your 10 things to know. Go ahead and grab that paper and pencil. Number one, define your space physically. This is a bit like your energetic cauldron, so to speak. You'll be raising energy, adding ingredients over time, so having a visual boundary really helps to reinforce the mental and astral visual, especially in the beginning. Two, know your cardinal directions. Use a compass, then learn to find the direction innately based off your surroundings. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Three, moving clockwise is conjuring energy, Moving counterclockwise is banishing. Spirals are also highly potent for raising energy and releasing energy. So while you're conjuring energy, you're always going to move in a clockwise pattern within your circle. Yes, this definitely takes some getting used to. Four, create a chant and visualization that works best for you. You'll find that my default is a phrase repeated three times. It's pretty simple. However, I also really love a more extended version by Lady Morningstar, as referenced in Silver Ravenwolf's Book of Shadows. I recite this Wiccan version at the end for those that are interested. Five, 
Movement is key. It really helps to build that energy up on a physical plane. Whether you just walk or maybe you dance, create general movement in the shape of a circle. You are generating energy and carving a pathway for it to exist in. Six, sometimes we need to exit the circle. So first, make sure you fortify your visualization. Then, use your hand to create a slice in your bubble. Pull back the curtain and close it behind you. If you really want an advanced trick, focus on the visualization of your bubble from the outside. Seven, alternatively, you can teach yourself to expand and contract your visualization and even to change shape and to accommodate movement as needed. This takes a lot of practice though, so be careful. The more you open, close your circle or adjust its size, the more likely it will begin to, um, well, leak. <laughs> Eight, start facing in the north, move clockwise and end in the center. When you're time to dispel the circle, you'll do the reverse, starting in the center, moving counterclockwise and ending in the north. Nine, keep representations of the elements easy and simple at first. You can add and adjust as you go, but if you keep them simple, you will learn to rely less on physical representations and more on astral and mental cues instead. 10. When you're calling the elements, imagine those qualities in yourself. How do you embody them? What do they feel like, smell like? Find ways to bring your senses into the mix. This is where things like candles, incense, emblems, and other spellcraft tools will come in handy. All right, those are your 10 tips for this week. Want to learn more about the attributes of the elements? Great. Stay tuned for future episodes featuring each element. And for now, feel free to do a little research or listen to your intuition. In this section, I will talk you through what we will call a guided ritual. Feel free to pause, repeat, take notes, etc. For those that want a written copy of this, please feel free to reach out to me on social media. Make sure you're going to be undisturbed for a little while. Set your space, gather your tools. Right now, you're really just going to need your representations of your elements and yourself. First, go ahead and find north. You're going to start here. Moving in a clockwise circle, using an extended hand, wand, or a thing, visualize a glowing circle on the ground. Speak the words, I conjure thee a circle of power to be for me a meeting place of perfect love, trust, peace, and joy, containing the power I raise within thee. On the second pass, visualize the glowing circle starting to raise to waist height, starting to create more of a bubble around you. What color is it? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Repeat, I conjure thee, O great circle of power, to be for me a meeting place of perfect love, trust, peace, and joy, containing the power I raise within thee. On this third past, with increased conviction, you will visualize that full bubble surrounding you, reinforcing a field of protection. I conjure thee, O great circle of power, to be for me a meeting place of perfect love, trust, peace, and joy, containing the power I raise within thee. Once finished, clap your hands or pat the ground. As above, so below. The circle is sealed. 
so mote it be. As we call quarters or elements, this part is more individualized and feel free to adapt as needed. Standing in the north, holding your elemental representation and calling on the element of north. Guardians of the north, element of earth, I invite thee to this circle. May you bring gifts of to bless this ritual tonight. Come and be welcome. Moving clockwise to the east, hold your representation of air. Guardians of the east, element of air, I invite thee to this circle. May you bring gifts of to bless this ritual tonight. Come and be welcome. Moving clockwise to the south, hold your representation of fire. Guardians of the south, element of fire, I invite thee to this circle. May you bring gifts of to bless this ritual tonight. Come and be welcome. Moving clockwise to the west, hold your representation of water. Guardians of the west, element of water, I invite thee to this circle. May you bring gifts of to bless this ritual tonight. Come and be welcome. Turning clockwise and moving to the center, holding your representation of spirit. Guardians of the universe, element of spirit, I stand centered and open before the universe. May I be blessed with the gifts of in this ritual tonight. As I will, so mote it be. Once the circle is cast and quarters called, it is time to do some basic energy raising. For every person, this will be different. It also differs if you are in a group or if you're solo or whatever. Personally, I love to dance, so that's an easy go-to energy raiser for me. I put on good music and spend time dancing within the circle. If you aren't so much into dance, consider music, playing an instrument, singing. Remember, this isn't about being good. This is just about being, existing, letting go, no judgment. Your dancing can just be movement. It can be walking. It can be imitation of animal movements. Additionally, your music can be as simple as clapping your hands and tapping your thighs. Nothing overly complicated. Something simple that you can get into, repeat, and build on. Then, once you have the energy going, you'll begin your spell work. You can also switch up the order based on whatever your spell work needs. Nothing is ever set in stone. Once you've done that work, you will want to ground and center. This is a technique I mentioned in my first mindful meditation episode. Here you are envisioning a root growing down from you into the earth. All the excess energy is funneling down into the earth. As you release the quarters, you will also be sending the rest of that energy out among the stars. With the spell work complete and all excess energy properly grounded, it's time to release quarters and close the circle. First, you will need to release the elements and thank them for their service and time. Starting in the center and working counterclockwise, you will release each elemental. Starting in the center. Guardians of the universe, element of spirit, thank you for the gifts of... May they extend beyond this circle. Thank you and farewell until we marry meet again. Moving counterclockwise to the west. Guardians of the west, element of water, thank you for the gifts of... May they extend beyond this circle. Thank you and farewell until we marry meet again. Moving counterclockwise to the south. 
Guardians of the South, Element of Fire, thank you for the gifts of May they extend beyond this circle. Thank you and farewell until we marry meet again. Moving counterclockwise to the East, Guardians of the East, Element of Air, thank you for the gifts of May they extend beyond this circle. Thank you and farewell until we marry meet again. Moving counterclockwise to the North, Guardians of the North, Element of Earth, thank you for the gifts of May they extend beyond this circle. Thank you and farewell until we marry meet again. Now to close the circle, you will walk counterclockwise or Widdershins. As you walk, you are bringing the visualization back into yourself. This only has to be done once. You will clap your hands or touch the ground to seal the ritual work. Finish by saying, this circle is open, but may it never be broken. As I will, so mote it be. Earlier in the podcast, I mentioned there's a circle casting that I like to use that's a little bit more elaborate. For full credit, this goes to Lady Morningstar, an elder of the Black Forest Clan, Coven of the Pale Horse, as featured in Silver Ravenwolf's Book of Shadows for the New Generation, Solitary Witch. So, much like in the previous example of casting a circle, you would go around the circle three times, and each time you're going to repeat a different phrase. So, this triple circle casting by Lady Morningstar reads as such. On your first walk around the circle, in this place, this circle round, I consecrate the sacred ground. With golden light, this space surround, all power here contained and bound. Second pass around the circle. From earth, the things that manifest. From air, the things of mind. From fire, the things that motivate. From water, the souls refined. And on the third pass. And yet no place or time there be between the worlds, my word and me. Welcome, ancient ones, and see, this place is sealed, so mote it be. As always, thanks for listening to A Pragmatic Pagan. Please join me next week for more practical ways to bring your inner witch to everything you do. I'd also love to hear more from you, your stories, your thoughts, any questions you may have. Find me on social media, on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic or on Facebook, A Pragmatic Pagan. As above, so below, until we marry meet again.